Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Great resignations, reshuffles, and the ultimate reality of gender inequity in caregiving roles acted as tectonic plates of the pandemic, and the pressure forced a different landscape on the surface level, an eruption of freelance into a mainstream profession. Today, freelance is one of the most powerful trends in the way we work. According to a current study, there are 70.4 million freelancers in the U.S. By 2028, this number will increase to 90.1 million, or 54% of the workforce basically divided equally between genders. On its surface, freelance fits the bill for disrupting the broken and outdated corporate structures and systems we've come to expect as gospel that consistently marginalize and penalize entire demographics. Once invisible segments of the workforce, namely women with caregiving resume gaps, have a much more viable and professionally respectable option than, for example, selling leggings out of their living room as part of a multi-level marketing MLM scheme. It doesn't hurt that freelance is also bringing about better business results, including an increased ability to be nimble during times of uncertainty for the companies that participate in hiring these once-corporate America outsiders. Per a Fiverr survey, the larger the business, the more money invested in freelance talent. 65% of businesses with 100 to 240 employees are turning to freelancers more now than they were before the pandemic. It would appear to be solid guidance in today's modern workforce to tell someone who wants the three Fs, flexibility, fulfillment, and financial independence, to just go freelance, right? The large numbers and data supports this direction and suggests that it could be perceived as safe, prudent advice. Anyone with some industry experience and a laptop can participate. The groundswell of freelance-focused companies like A-Team, Upwork, and We Are Rosie that make freelance work more attainable for skilled workers is proof that all you have to do is just go freelance, right? Wrong. Despite irrefutable data and industry growth indicators, telling someone who is unhappy in their current professional situation to just go freelance is like telling them to summit Mount Everest without oxygen. 5% of climbers have succeeded, so it can be done, but there will be avoidable hardship and a much higher chance of failure. Success is not a given. Step back to consider the pattern. Not repeating our Main Street and corporate American history of exclusion is the key to freelance success. 
If you have taken a road trip, you know that every town in America once had a thriving main street, driven by local entrepreneurs, necessity, and loyally supported by their communities that have since been unapologetically forsaken, leaving no trace of the hope, pride, and promise that fueled their establishment in the first place. The leveling of Main Street America was a natural, unavoidable sacrifice of underlying societal progress. Highway infrastructure and automobiles paved the way for irreversible changes to our economic landscape. By the 1950s and 60s, the new safe borderline conservative advice to aspiring professionals was to leave entrepreneurial aspirations behind with the limitations of small-town brick-and-mortar in pursuit of the opportunities corporate America promised in bigger cities. As a collective, we had this pivotal moment to architect a more inclusive environment. We failed. Now we have the luxury of hindsight, and we know that while there were many so-called opportunities in corporate America, they generally were only afforded to one specific type of employee. If you didn't or couldn't conform, you were left behind in one way or another. There is a serious lack of women at the top. With a mere 5% serving as CEOs in 2022, we find ourselves waving in the rearview mirror again. No love lost for another archaic work structure that rewards a very specific few. We are at another crossroads, and for the sake of our overall economic strength, we must proactively afford more professionals the ability to flourish. What doesn't work? Just as one should weigh the risks of attempting to ascend to 29,029 feet without essential supplies, the current trend of freelance must be truly understood in order for America's efforts to redefine work to be realized. The growth numbers presented in celebration of the freelance movement are dangerously misleading. Three-quarters of self-described freelancers in the U.S. are part-time, meaning the vast majority are using freelance as a side hustle to supplement a steadier source of income coupled with traditional benefits. Furthermore, a recent study says that 70% of women considering self-employment are motivated to escape workplace discrimination, and corporate glass ceilings will be met with a gig economy that overall faces even wider gender pay disparities around the world, which, even at the current rate of improvement, will take a staggering 132 years to reach full equality. Freelancing is a $450 billion industry, yet gender pay research reveals that men earn 48% more than women as freelancers. Although there are more female freelancers than males, women comprise a much larger percentage of part-time work and less of full-time. One of the primary reasons women are not as successful as their male counterparts in small business entrepreneurship is a lack of role models. Almost half of female founders cite being held back by a lack of available mentors, and furthermore, an absence of role models is a leading reason why women do not start their own business at all. Without a path to follow, we are setting women up to fail. This could explain why the multi-level marketing model was so successful at attracting women over the past century. An acquaintance of some sort that was perceived to be achieving success on their terms recruited them with a mentoring tone, selling a woefully misleading promise of the three Fs. Believe it or not, in 2022, there are still well over 6 million Americans actively pursuing economic gain from one of the 350 multi-level marketing companies in the industry valued at approximately $44.1 billion in 2022. We've learned that the MLM business model is inherently flawed considering success is the exception and the majority of income gained is by recruiting underlings, not selling the product du jour. 
From tell-all documentaries to legitimately disgruntled anti-MLMers, this corrupt business model didn't just deplete bank accounts. It has effectively left a limited view of what professional flexible options are available to women as 86% become mothers by the age of 44 and inherit two-thirds of what it takes to run a household and raise kids, regardless of whether she works outside the home. Left in the rubble of these eruptions are a mass of bewildered MLM refugees, alone and still looking for a way to supplement or support their families. Countless women whose resumes boast business development skills, a proven background in customer service, and PR experience want to consider a professional option that will afford them the three Fs, but today may never consider that they could start a freelance business with their existing degree and or skill set as a foundation. Tools for Success Unlike MLM, a freelance business does not require a massive upfront investment in products that may fill your garage. Rather, a viable freelance business could grow tenfold with an investment in oneself as a training to get started. This was the experience of Sonseri Kennedy, a military spouse with an MBA and a 10-year resume gap. When looking for workforce re-entry in 2020, the future looked bleak until she stumbled upon a specialty upskilling program that included real-world guidance for starting her own business and a community of like-minded women. It was exciting. I felt empowered. I felt like I was actually a business owner as a freelance professional. It felt great knowing that I was working again. I no longer had a gap. Today, Sonseri has achieved the three Fs, freelancing in the high-demand field of social media marketing, something she would never have considered without the training and ongoing community support. Despite freelance being mainstream, the on-ramp is overwhelmingly improvised, and the act of self-navigating the day-to-day -day landscape is still foreign for the majority of professional women. You cannot major in freelance, and internships do not exist. Concentrated practical courses known as micro-trainings can serve as oxygen to freelancers by offering potentially career-saving tools to virtually anyone considering freelance, starting where they are. With the trend of questioning the value of higher education altogether, micro-training offers a solution that can most effectively fill the current void for proper career preparation. Furthermore, upskilling is defined as a workplace trend that facilitates continuous learning by providing training programs and development opportunities that expand an employee's abilities and minimize skill gaps. According to a 2022 Rosie report by We Are Rosie, one of the most important ways to achieve freelance success is to possess a specialty. Micro-training and upskilling aren't just for the benefit of those new to the industry, they provide a way for established freelancers to obtain specialized knowledge that can increase their project rates. In fact, research shows that 70% of full-time freelancers participated in an upskilling training in the past six months. Upwork shares that the most in-demand specialty skills are web design, social media marketing, and customer service. In addition to the need for guidance and training, freelancers need more safeguards against risk. More than half, 58% of freelancers, have experienced non-payment from clients with little recourse, and most do not have retirement plans or affordable health insurance. Companies like We Are Rosie, established to serve and support the marginalized, not only function as an intermediary tracking and paying freelancers, they also offer common traditional workplace benefits like healthcare and 401ks. No question this work is filling a void, but the major benefits are only experienced by Rosies who officially receive work from one of their corporate clients. What about the unknown percentage of freelancers who don't find work? How long can they afford to hang in there, and how much does their failure ultimately cost? 
The raw numbers of freelancers completing profiles on these sites may continue to increase, but without training and guidance first, there will be attrition, and sites like Upwork and We Are Rosie will remain less accessible to people like Sonseri. Those experiencing internalized limitations based on past cultural norms of exclusion will be perpetuated unless further action is taken to prevent fallout, leading to another slow but predictable abandonment of a once-promising way to work. Not all that long ago, entrepreneurial-minded professionals were the rule, not the exception. As a collective, we are moving toward an increasingly decentralized model as more resources of all kinds shift to Web3. We have an obligation to grow freelance in a human and inclusive manner. Many freelancers fail after the first year as a result of making avoidable mistakes, with only a third making it to their tenth year intact. Still, 87% of freelancers believe the best days of freelancing are ahead. After all, the hardest mountain to climb is the one within. We can't simply tell people to just go freelance unless we also tell them to invest in training, align with like-minded supportive communities, and join advocacy groups to strengthen industry rights before they start their journey to the summit as an individual, but never alone. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.